Good morning. Happy Sabbath. Today is Saturday, October the 28th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the fourth quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called God's Mission, My Mission. Today we're starting lesson number five, and lesson number five is called Excuses to Avoid Mission. Excuses to Avoid Mission. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the Sabbath day that you've given us. We ask you to please be with us this Sabbath. Help us to enjoy the Sabbath day. Help us to enjoy the time we spend with you. Help us draw closer to you. And Lord, as we begin the day by studying this Bible study guide, we ask you to send us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Excuses to avoid mission. The memory text for lesson number five comes from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Not everyone called to mission was, in, was as compliant as Abraham. Jonah is an example. God called Jonah to cry out against Nineveh, the capital of Assyria. This city, located in modern-day Iraq, was 560 miles from Jerusalem, a good month's journey. Jonah not only refused to go, he ran in the opposite direction. Arriving at Joppa, he purchased passage to Tarshish, now southern Spain. Sailing the 2,000-mile trip would have taken at least a month, depending on the weather. Not wanting to confront the king of Assyria, Jonah uses the month it would have taken to for him to get to Nineveh to get away from it. Why would he, a man of God, have done that? The Ninevites were notoriously wicked, a people known for their evil and cruelty, and who had attacked Israel and Judah. Nevertheless, God called Jonah to go to Nineveh and to cry out against its great wickedness. The wording here is very similar to the wording God uses with Abraham regarding Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 18, verses 20 and 21. As we will see, however, Jonah was no Abraham. What can we learn from Jonah's attitude about the excuses that we can make in order not to do mission? I guess we'll see that this week. But before we finish for today, let's take a look at the story for this week's lesson. The title of the story is called Hope amid panic attacks. And this story is written, once again, by Andrew McChesney. As a girl, Greta had panic attacks. She woke up in the dark, scared. Her heart beat rapidly. Her fear was so intense that she wondered whether she might explode. She didn't know where to, help, where to find help. She didn't tell her parents. She thought her fears were bigger than people. The world scared her. Even such ordinary things as school and walking on the street. She didn't think anyone in Germany where she lived could help. On those sleepless nights, Greta began thinking about Annika. The two girls had grown up together, singing in the children's choir. Then, Annika had been diagnosed with cancer. Still, she had been braved and put her trust in God. Don't be afraid, Annika had told her parents. I know where I am going. Everything will be fine. Annika had died, but without pain or fear. Annika's faith amazed Greta. 
She was scared every night. Annika's words were the first time that Greta had heard about a loving God and eternal life. She wondered if there was something bigger than her and the world. How can I get to this place where Annika planned to go? She wondered. Greta stopped having the nighttime panic attacks when she was 14, but she still felt afraid and lonely. Then she met her future husband, Nico. He didn't go to church regularly, but he strongly believed in God. His parents were Seventh-day Adventists, and they opened their home to Greta for the Christmas holidays. Never had Greta spent time with such a kind family. It was a new world. Overwhelmed, she ran upstairs to cry. As Greta sensed God's presence in the home, she realized that she could receive help for her fears. She saw that God is great, powerful, and able to save anyone. She felt safe for the first time. She wanted to feel safe forever. Greta began taking Bible studies. And later, she and Nico joined the Seventh-day Adventist Church on Germany's Rugen Island. They didn't know it at the time, but the church had faced closure because of declining membership. Their presence was an answer to the prayers of the church members, including Nico's father, Gunthart, the head elder. Today, Greta and Nico are active members of the thriving church, which recently constructed a larger building to accommodate its growing membership. The most wonderful thing in my life is that I got to know Jesus, Greta said. I know that this is the best thing that I could have done. My life is so happy. Isn't it wonderful how here are the, prayer, the, the, the members of the church praying that their church not closed and God is acting during that time and even before in the life of this woman, Greta. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much how you, you begin to answer our prayers even before we ask. Lord, we ask you to please help us to be like the members of that church and, and pray hard. And we want you to make a revival in our church that it may grow. We ask you to please be with us the rest of the Sabbath day. Help us to enjoy the time we spend with you. Help us to draw closer to you. And Lord, we ask you to please Help us as we learn about the excuses that we can make this week in this Bible study guide. Help us to see what excuses we make and help us to change that and not make those excuses. Be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning. We're going to continue our study on this Bible study guide, God's Mission, My Mission. Thank you, and God bless you.